Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily, and I'm so excited because this week I got to talk to Michelle, the owner of The Rock Cellar. This is an online mineral, crystal, and stone business, and she sells the most beautiful specimens, primarily via her Instagram feed. Later this year, however, The Rock Cellar is going to begin offering courses as well as an online shop so that we can peruse these beautiful offerings whenever we feel the need. Join me and listen in. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> hey, Emily. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Well, thanks for coming. I'm super excited to talk about you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I like talking about me sometimes too, but not always. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're doing some really cool stuff in the world and you're bringing crystals and stones and minerals uh, to, you know, into the world in a way that a lot of people aren't. And so I wondered if you could talk, if, you know, to launch things off here, if you could talk a little bit about this way that you balance the science and the woo, as I've heard you say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, that's one thing that I feel truly differentiates us from many of the other sellers that are out there. Um, I've personally been a collector for over 45 years of minerals. Um, I got into the metaphysical, metaphysical aspects of everything, including just my, well, it's sort of been a theme throughout my life, but I really got into things probably 30 years ago, something like that. And um, anyway, so the, our difference is that what you will find is as a mineral collector, um, it's most mineral dealers, true mineral dealers that have higher-end specimens that have quality pieces. So we're talking about um, those pieces that aren't your standard, you know, rose quartz palm stone or tumbled, you know, uh, crystal or a polished point or something like that. Mm -hmm. We have actual high-end, well, medium to high-end mineral specimens. And when we do carry polish, they tend to be those things that are unique. Mm -hmm. And what we do carry, even on the mineral side, is quite unique. And how, what we do that is different, like I said, on the mineral side, historically, when you go to these mineral dealers, they don't want to know, they don't want to hear a single word about anything woo. No, it's, it's, no, I know it's terrible actually, because um, there aren't many places online where you can go for the geologic and the scientific information about the pieces that you have uh, Mm -hmm. and be able to also talk about the metaphysical aspects and not be looked down on. And even though a lot of the high-end mineral dealers these days, they recognize that the metaphysical is a huge component of this. And so they acknowledge it, but they, you can still tell that they're not into it. Uh huh. You see what I'm saying? And there's a big difference and they, they don't push people away because they realize the monetary value that they're giving up. So they're not being stupid about it, but they're also not embracing it. And so our difference is we come from that mineral background Mm -hmm. uh, because that's how I started. And so, and it's been, and I truthfully growing up, I wanted to be a geologist, but there wasn't enough money in it. So I never went into it. So it's (laughs) always been a true passion with me. And so, you know, like I said, what we do that other people don't is that 
we have a really good knowledge of that. And when we don't know something, I have no problem saying I don't know it mm -hmm. as well. And that's a lot of people really like that because we're very honest and open and just out there about what we think about things. And including when I have specimens, I'll be like, these aren't so great. Right. This is why they're priced where they are. But if you want this, this is, you know, this is where it is and this is what it is. And I teach people how to look at things and how to purchase um, minerals particularly. So to understand the difference between a low quality and mid quality and a high quality, how to go out there, the prices that you actually should be paying, those sort of things. And, but like I said, we also have the whole metaphysical side as well. And that's always been part of my life. And so to be able to blend those two quite freely, um, I think is something that's quite different. There are many shops that claim to know the mineral side of it and also mm -hmm. the metaphysical side of it. But when it comes down to it, they really don't know the mineral side. And there are a lot of people that are into the metaphysical, but that, that sell the minerals, but they won't, they won't, they're not comfortable putting that out there because they think they're, they're afraid to scare away the mineral dealers. We are who we are. We are very authentic and we really don't care if somebody gets scared away by us because we're here to meet that need that I personally found in the market, uh, which was that balance that nobody, I just, I don't really find that much out there. And so that's what we were trying to do. And not only that, but so many of the metaphysical sites are over the, what I'll call over the top woo. Uh-huh. It's for me personally, it's too much love and light and blah, blah, blah. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's just not me. Mm -hmm. I'm like your average day person. You wouldn't know that I'm a witch. You wouldn't, you know, I worked on Wall Street for years. Um, it's, you know, you see me and you don't view me as a metaphysical person. Okay but I am very much into that aspect of my life. And so what we're, and there are tens of thousands, if not millions of people out there that are like that as well. Yes. And I think it's very difficult for them to find a place and we're, we are that place. And I want, I want to embrace those people. Absolutely. So that, that's us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love the word balance, but I also love the word bridge because I feel like what you're talking about is kind of building this bridge between these two facets of, of stones and, and minerals that, um, that, you know, people are going one or the other science or, or the metaphysical and really, I mean, so my personal view, obviously this is my bias, but I believe they totally are together and that, you know, you can't really have one without the other. I think there's a lot of overlap there, especially if you're talking about energy and like, you know, if, if the earth is my religion, then, you know, <laughs> these exactly. stones are an element of that. Um, and, and the science behind that matters. And, and I think does. I also think, I know you and I had talked um, like oh, before this, and one of the things that you said that really stood out to me was talking about how minerals, when they come together, when you find them in nature together, and the energetic properties of how those work together in nature, you know, just in the scientific realm, as well as how that translates into the metaphysical world. And I love that imagery because it feels like such the kind of epitome of what you're saying right now is these work together. They're, they're fused and, and you're like, I'm going to embrace both sides of that. And here you go. <laughs> it, it's true. And, and also again, the metaphysical, well, the metaphysical side of minerals has been around for thousands of years. 
-hmm. Indigenous cultures everywhere have always, or many indigenous cultures across the globe have used crystals, whether it is in assisting to communicate with guides or spirits or their beliefs or those, those different realms, or if it is in healing practices, et cetera, they believed in the energetic properties. So this stuff has been around for a long time. And then in, I wanna say it was probably the 60s and 70s, mm -hmm. um, there, be, there was a movement that brought this more to the forefront from the, meta, the, true, the metaphysical side. So not necessarily like the Chinese or the, or, or the Asian cultures and stone medicine and things like that, but more of the uh, spiritual components of that like whereas the new age piece. pardon the more new age piece right exactly so that started i'd say in the 60s 70s that type of uh, um that type of era but even then people are and and what you see today is when you look up a, a property for a stone there will be two you know a number of a number of things listed and if you go back to those old texts you'll find that most this information basically comes from a few key texts from a while ago and certain and certain people that sort of started this whole um the whole practice on the metaphysical side and um but the problem is and what you see is that that's all people focus on they'll focus on rose quartz is love mm -hmm. they'll focus on this is for this this piece is for this this piece is for this or it may have two or three uh components and remind me i do want to hit on the fact that the the single crystal for everything which is another whole <laughs> don't even get me started um but yeah okay anyway <laughs> so uh there, well there's a couple ways to take that but i guess what i'm saying is that everybody focuses on a single crystal and they look for that one thing but what you will find is once you start learning the metaphysical properties and feeling the metaphysical properties of uh, minerals and crystals you will realize that and you will find that nature just like in herbalism okay um nature brings together different minerals that support each other in their main process so it's it's I, i'm i oh let's say for instance like i have what's a, what's a good example is i had like an arsenopyrite quartz and there was some sulfur on it etc it's all about calming and and calming and um chilling that energy and making a more calm type environment sulfur calms eruptions the arsenopyrite is the same thing for the calming and some a little bit of working in groups and some other stuff the um the quartz that was on there was like a a, a milky quartz and milky quartz again it's that cooling property that and so if you start looking at mineral combinations it's really interesting and you start breaking those pieces out you will see how they create what i call uh crystal combos they're like these little miniature prescriptions for an issue uh and then you will find the same thing that different minerals that grow in the same regions or form in the same areas also tend to support each other quite well in their metaphysical and their energetic properties 
it's something that nobody talks about. Mm -hmm. um, I know one other, again, the only practitioners that really look into this are those practitioners that historically look at the like the Chinese medicine and the use of stone medicine and how those things interact and then they combine them. Mm -hmm. But from the, the purely metaphysical side, people don't, don't look at those, just the energetic versus the physical healing properties. Mm -hmm. We don't really focus on physical healing properties. I think that's something for someone else. We really look at those energetic properties and how it affects you emotionally and how it, um, yeah, basically how it affects you emotion emotionally. That's really the area of the metaphysical that we, or that I personally focus on. Um, again, that's, you know, part of that's a liability issue in today's society. Mm. You know, you can't really be, you can't talk about stone medicine or anything like that uh, without a lot of liability right. associated with that. So we just avoid that entirely. Um, but like I said, there, it's really interesting because you do find these really neat, what I, like I said, I call them crystal combos um, that, that work together quite well. And that's one of the things that we'll be teaching in, hopefully in the fall, um, it's going to be a more advanced class for people that already know all the basics and this and that. Uh, we may offer a, a basic course um, that, that is going to be required um, whether or not, or you'll have to have a basic understanding and knowledge be in, for you to actually sign up for our courses, mm -hmm. uh, because they are going to be, again, that's something that I see is a lack of what I would consider a more advanced understanding and use of these, the properties and how to work with your crystals versus the 5,055 million courses that are out there that are all crystal basics. And then they claim to be an advanced course and it's nothing more than a more in-depth crystal basics, basically. Mm -hmm. So um, so I have rambled, uh, but I did want to get back to the, um, you know, let me, let me, well, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you take over. Go ahead. Ask me a question. Like there, was something, there was a point there you wanted to make. I know there was, but I've totally forgotten in my old age. It's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the brain is not functioning. <laughs> All right, I understand. Yeah, now I see that you're drinking coffee, so you know <laughs> you're getting yes. you're catching up. Um, yes. I'm right there with you because I'm also drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, Michelle, I wanted to ask you because I know um, obviously you have many years of experience in in working with all these minerals. And I'm wondering if you have a favorite book, like if, if the lay person out there was like, you know, I'm really interested in learning more about, about stones. Um, is there, is there a book that you're like, you know, this one's actually pretty good. And I, I like a lot of elements that this, this author brings or not so much. Yeah, not so much. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, there, there are many good books out there. And this is, this is another, I'm, and I'm not trying to plug what are we're going to be doing for classes, but the problem that exists is that every single book and every single person writes what they believe the crystal to be doing. Mm -hmm. All right you need to learn how to figure this out yourself. 
when you go out there and you Google or you buy five books, there, there will be a general theme that flows throughout, but they're going to be very different. Mm -hmm. And yes, you can go look up the property in any book whatsoever. There are lots of good books out there. There are books by, you know, the common ones, which are, and, um, I'm not a fan of Simmons, uh, Robert Simmons, because he trademarks and we, let's we let's remind me. I want to talk about that a bit. Trademarking, okay, um, on the on the line of fakes and frauds, but basically Robert Simmons and um, he has the book out that's called uh, the Book of Stones. Mm -hmm. There's one that has uh, Natasha. Uh, or Naisha, I think. Yeah, Naisha. Oh, I can't, I can't say her last name anyway, but the Book of Stones has good information in it. Okay. It's not 5,000, you know, it's not like they list rose quartz and then list it to be a cure-all for everything that you could possibly ever imagine, which a lot of sellers sites do, because again, this is a very profitable industry. There's a lot of money to be made. And so people want to make everything fit every single thing. And there, there's two ways to look at that. Um, so let me, and let me talk about that too, secondly, but let me finish on the books. The other book would be um, the Encyclopedia of Crystals is a nice beginner book for anyone. And it's by Judy Hall. And oh, yeah. then, um, if you want to spend a lot of money, there's Love is in the Earth by Melody. Um, and that one is very, it's about four inches thick. I think it's, I don't even know how much it is, whether it's a hundred bucks or 200 bucks. Um, but she was one of the first to actually categorize all of this and you literally can find every single mineral that you could possibly imagine listed in there oh, wow. uh, which is nice and what I find is that a lot of the books written today basically base themselves off of that book mm -hmm. okay so that's a it's a good reference book it's definitely heavy it's not light reading and it's um you know the pictures are horrible so you'll never identify anything from it mm -hmm. it's not a pretty book um, it's a useful book. Right. Right. So, all right. So back to, so I would say those, um, and then for truthfully online, um, I actually like energy muse. I think they're, um, I, I like them. I like their definitions of many of the stones and what they are metaphysically. Mm -hmm. So I think they're a decent group. Okay, so uh, anyway, so those are, those are some books and they're, like I said, you can Google anything and there's going to be a ton of information. Your best bet though, is to Google a bunch of stuff and then compare where the similarities are. Uh -huh. And that's probably what you're going to look for. Because like I said, so many times, all of these different websites list a thousand things, because again, you know, many of them are tied to selling a product and so they're looking for that product to be the be the end be all end all to everyone. Uh-huh. That being said, my personal belief is that you can use any single crystal for everything you need. You can have one. 
And if you're going to have one, it should probably be clear quartz. Mm -hmm. Clear quartz does anything. It's programmable, this, that, et cetera. But if you only have a piece of obsidian or you only have a freaking piece of standstone that you picked up, you can tap into that energy and utilize it. So you don't need 5,000 different crystals, each one for everything. You really don't. And people need to understand that. I love that you just said that because this is something that I talk a lot about when I'm when I'm teaching um, and, and talking to people about, you know, choosing different tools for their practice is you have to find the thing that speaks to you. And then when you when it speaks to you and you can connect your energy to it, then you can utilize it for so many different things. But exactly. but you have to find the thing that speaks to you. What I tell you is the thing is not going to be the thing, the thing for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And so, yes, exactly. And that's, that's sort of the point of one of our, our core course, which is really going to be about working with those crystals to help identify what those energies are that you feel uh -huh. exist in there and how you connect with it and how you can utilize it. There are going to be things that will automatic, they will come to you. And when you look it up, you're going to go, wow, it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's interesting because it does give you some level of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, basically, I want to say proof, but uh, it's not really proof, but it's that feeling that, okay, I'm on the right track because guess what? Somebody, five other people felt the exact same thing from this, right? which is, which is interesting. And I like to do that when I get new crystals because I like to see what I'm going to pick up from it first before I go look up a meaning. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, either I know I'm on or I'm off or I'll be like, oh, now I get that because I felt this and that that really is this. And then you can explore it further, et cetera. So, you know, one of the things that I think is very important is people need to learn to actually work with what they have. Mm -hmm. they, they, you have it inside yourself. You don't need 50 books. You don't need 500 people to tell you what the thing does. You will know if you know how to work with your crystals. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love it. I mean, I love, I think because ultimately, and so this brings it back to like what I, what I strongly believe about our own spirituality and especially about earth-based paths is that when we tap into our own energy and we connect that to whatever sources for us, we, we have the answers. I mean, the magic is in us. It's not all this external stuff out there. The tools exactly. are cool. Like, don't get me wrong. I have a pretty thick tarot card collection <laughs> because they're freaking cool. But <laughs> yeah, right. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, even if I had one or had none, I still can access that information. It's just going to come in a different way as long exactly. as I'm being the channel for it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where what people need to learn. Um, they don't need to memorize a bunch of meanings of different crystals. They need to learn to work with what they have. Um, and, you know, as a seller, that sounds counterintuitive, you know, because I should be out there. And that's, and that's one of the thing that, things that infuriates me about other sellers, especially, again, the, the metaphysical community, because they are, they are um, they're pushing this need that you need this because it does this. No, you don't need that. Yes, this will do this, but you don't need that. You can have one thing or um, 
two or whatever you can afford. But when you're choosing things, that's the other thing, you know, think about what you're going to be using it for. And, you know, and again, as you said, find those things that you connect with, because when you connect with them, there's a reason you've, you've connected with them. Absolutely. And just like my massive tarot card collection, I also have a massive stone collection, but it's because I love them, not because I felt like, oh my God, I need this to be able to do this. Um, exactly. It's because they bring me so much joy. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And truthfully, that's how, that's how I shop as well. Um, it's because it's difficult now with the, you know, not being able to purchase things in person yes. with COVID. Um, but, but you can still see things and know, you know what I mean? And you get this feeling and it's so interesting because I'm always, it's the weirdest thing because when I'm, when I am live shopping, okay, I'll literally walk into a tent and I'll go over into some random corner underneath a table and I'll pull something out and I'll be like, wow. And I'll carry it over and they'll be like, why do you want that? I'm like, I want this. I want this. And then I get it home. Meanwhile, I have no, I may even have no idea what it is, but I'm like, I have to have this. And then I get home and I, you know, I, I mean, I know generally, I mean, like I know the, the basic mineral or this and that, but then I'll get home and I'll discover all this other stuff about it mm-hmm. that I hadn't noticed when I was actually buying it. And I get so excited. And, um, yeah. And so you, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely let my intuition and the energy guide me for all of those things. Mm-hmm. I think it's critical. I think if you're going to be working in the metaphysical space, it's the only way to do it. Otherwise you're just basically fake as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're, you're peddling a product because you may believe in it, but you, you're just not really connected to it. Right. And, and I want to say one thing that you do a really good job of Michelle, because we're talking about this idea of like in this time of COVID when we can't go out and we can't touch all the things. Right. And you're primarily an online business Mm -hmm. in in this moment. When you do your live Instagram shows, you do a really good job of lighting, of showing all the angles of things so that even though you can't physically touch something, there's, there's a way that you can still connect. And and I just, I want to say that because I do, I've seen different types of shows and everybody does it differently. Um, but that's one of your strengths. And I think as a consumer, you know, when, when I'm looking for something that's going to speak to me, I want to, I want to see it. I want to see all the things. Exactly. And also, I mean, and that's one of the things that is, and one of the things that drove that is the fact that I'm a mineral collector. Uh-huh. So for me to go out and drop a thousand dollars on a specimen, I want to know what it is. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I need to see it clearly. I need to, you know, being able to see what you're purchasing as a mineral buyer is of utmost importance you you Mm -hmm. also need to know where it comes from and all of these other things but you need to have that and so before we even started um i researched museum lighting for Uh minerals and talked to a bunch of people etc and so we have uh specially made lighting that you can't actually purchase and it's actually it's it's the same stuff that they use in museums and yeah, so it does make a difference. And we do, I do struggle with it from time to time, regardless. It's the iPhones are still not the best at sure. bringing that across. 
but one of the things that we do try to do is ensure that we have an accuracy of color of everything. None of our photos are enhanced because when you buy something, you need to know, again, I'm not here to convince you to buy something. I want you to look at it and want to buy it because it is what it is, not because I make it appear like it's something that it's not. Right. You want people to connect with the heart of exactly. the object instead right. of, you know. Right. What and you can't do that when somebody poofs up their their pictures <laughs> and adds all sorts of saturation. And yeah, they're pretty pictures, but then you get it home and you're actually disappointed because yeah. you're like, what's this? This isn't what I bought. Yeah. No, you want it to... I would, I get more people that message me after they've received their first order that's, that tell me, oh my God, this is 10,000 be times better than I ever expected or I thought. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the things that we always want to achieve is we want to uh, basically over deliver and under promise. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. You know. I, I'm not, he, yeah, I'm, I'm very careful about that. And it's as well, like when we're showing our pieces, we point out all the little nicks and this mm -hmm. and explain why things are priced the way they are and why there are differences because people will go, well, they're the same size. Well, look at them. Let's look at these. Let's understand this difference here. What do you, you know, what do you see? And, you know, part of that is, again, I feel that I'm here to help teach people so they're not taken advantage of by the market and there's these all these other sellers. I'm not saying that there are, you know, tons of bad sellers, but it only takes a few really bad sellers out there and you only need to get burned once and nobody should be burned at all. And so educating people about this is so important, educating them about you know, treated stones personally. And like, we will sell, for instance, we will sell irradiated smoky quartz from Arkansas. Why? Because I think it's beautiful. We sell it as irradiated smoky quartz from Arkansas. We explain how it's irradiated. We explain how it's treated. We, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, we're completely transparent. There's nothing wrong with stone treatments if you find them pretty. Right. It's okay to buy things like that. Um, does that affect the energy? Sometimes I think it does. Sometimes I think it doesn't. You can feel it in the stones. You know what I mean? I think it's more of how they have been treated throughout their lifetime than anything. Because we will get stuff in or I'll get stuff in that I'll just love and I just won't be moved to sell it and I'll sit on it for a year. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, Ooh, I really want to bring this out. And everybody's like, Oh my God, it's so, you know, it's really crazy. But I, I wait until I feel things are ready to be sold because that's another stuff. A lot of stuff comes in and it just feels energetically icky, but I know it's, I was attracted to it for a reason. So it just stays and it waits until it gets better. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, like a fine wine, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I know. I know it might sound absolutely crazy, but that's exactly how we run the business. It's, um, yeah, it's all what I'm feeling at the time. Right. So you know, this ties in kind of directly to my next piece is that I, I'd love to hear a little bit about your own spiritual path and kind of how you identify as a witch or a pagan in the world right now. Okay. Okay, so um, 
one, I'm, I'm not a follower of religion, so I don't consider myself to be religious. Okay. okay. I consider myself a witch. Mm -hmm. I have basically always considered myself a witch since the time I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, that's basically it. What's interesting is that as time has gone on, it's become more acceptable uh -huh. to, to be that. Uh -huh. um, and even in my old career um, in, you know, finance and investment banking and that whole area, you know, I, I pulled that into my career because I always, one, I've always listened to my intuition, all right? I've always felt that there is, you know, there's something out there more that you can pull on. I do have instances of um, clairsentience. Mm -hmm. um, I've always been able to know things that I sh should have no reason why I know them. Mm -hmm. And whether that was through school or, you know, in college, I would sit there taking a course in something I've never taken before in my life. And the professor would start to ask a question. I would know the answer before they even said it. And I hadn't read the book. I hadn't done anything. There's no reason for me to know these things. So I've always had that ability and whether that's picking up people's emotions or what they're thinking or whatever that is, I don't know, but it's the same thing. I've have always had situations where I've known things were going to happen and they've happened. And so I've learned throughout my life to just trust my gut and I mean, it was as truthfully as a younger person in a career that was very, um, well, again, in finance and that whole area and high finance, you know, gut is not something people want to hear. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, and there were multiple times that people basically didn't trust me because they're like you you come to your decisions too fast you this you da 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 you know what i mean uh -huh. and then after they work with me for a while i they always would come and apologize and say i don't know how you do it but you're always right you always know you just process all this stuff so fast you have a natural instinct whatever makes them comfortable to call it um you know and so so throughout my career, that's something that was, it was both a blessing and a curse uh -huh. from the standpoint that it's just not, it makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. If, if that makes any sense. So, sure. um, so yeah, so, so throughout my life, I, that's just, it's always just been part of my life. I never really put a um, well, when I was little, I always used to say that I was a witch. And then as you get older, you know, you, you throw that, that tag away. And then, uh, and you and I were talking about this. And then in uh, the late or mid 90s, I guess it was, uh, when I was working in New York, I started, there were some books that were starting to come out and you know witchcraft was being talked about more and things like that and i'm like yeah i guess i'm when you talk when you read about these people i'm like yeah i guess i'm a witch yeah. <laughs> so yeah. and i i felt comfortable myself defining myself that way not necessarily defining myself to the outward world that way mm -hmm. um i only and again because of my other career it's not something that I could announce. 
Right. I mean, when you're serving on the board of directors of companies and things like that, you know, they're, they're not going to embrace that. Uh, it's just part of reality. And so it's something that you keep inside. But since I've retired, I can fully embrace it. I'm like, yep, deal with it, people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it's always been. I hope it shocks you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, and it's also, so. it complements what you're doing now. And so that kind of leads into my next question, which is how does your spirituality inform or um, influence the your business or does it? Hmm. Um, well, it does and doesn't, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't consider the, put it this way, I don't tie my spirituality with energetic, uh, the energy of crystals. I don't consider the energy of crystals spiritual. I just consider that as a fact. So personally, to me, even though I think a lot of people would consider that as part of a spiritual path, mm -hmm because it's that belief in in energy to me that's not there's a completely different break off of spirituality for me spirituality is more about working with your guides being led by the universe the concept of karma different things like that i don't take um whereas i think energetic workings i don't consider part of spirituality if that makes it I know it sounds weird to separate it that way, but I use, I view energy as a fact. Uh -huh. It's like, you know, making spaghetti. Uh -huh. You go, it's, it's no different. It just is. I don't consider that spirituality. Whereas you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's more like, it's just a truth and it's the fabric of existing exactly. versus like, oh, I'm tapping into this as part of my spiritual path. It's like, it just is. It just is. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think I have a, I have a very different view yeah. about this than I think most people, because people automatically lump everything metaphysical into spirituality. And I don't think that's accurate. Uh -huh. You know, I think there is energy to things that is a, and I think science will in time prove that. I think science will in time, I mean, they already have yes. proved, you know, the concept of clairsentience because the testing that they've done, even though it's like, um, you know, milliseconds, the testing that's been done, like you will react to a, a, a negative image that's going to be flashed on a screen to you before you ever e even see it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these things exist. We just can't explain them. And I consider them to be just the way the world works and the universe works. Mm -hmm. I, I accept them for what I see happens based upon my personal experience. Uh huh. And, but I always keep an open mind that I may be wrong and I'm always looking for new information and I'm so that's like I said that's completely different than my spiritual path so my spiritual path to me that is more about morals and things like that as well where you know my whole philosophy throughout my entire life is you do the right thing it's that freaking simple you know <laughs> no it, it's seriously, it's that freaking simple. You do the right thing, you mm -hmm. know, and, and you let people do their own thing too. And you may not agree with it, but they have that right. They're their own individual. They're on their own path. And, you know, unfortunately I'll take it so far to say that 
you know, there are people that might be bad people that they're doing, but that, you know what, I'm sorry, that's their life path right now. Mm. You're not here to judge them. Mm -hmm. So I have, I have very different views uh, compared to the majority of the world, I think, when it comes to things like that. So, but, 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 but that main thing, do the right thing, Uh you know, truth, honesty, integrity, that is the foundation of my entire life. I mean, my old career was built on it. This is built on it. That's not something that I take lightly. I do not, um, you know, people that lie, people that steal, people that cheat. To me, those are the worst people in the world, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and personal honesty with yourself as well comes under that. Right. You know, you, you have to be honest with yourself. You have to accept those things that aren't good, that aren't, you know, that you may not like. And so many, you know, we refer to as it, you know, we refer to it as shadow work. Right. People and can't do it for some reason. I have no clue. Um, it's uncomfortable work and you have to be willing to look at it and then integrate it. And it's, it's something that if people are brave enough to enter into, I think we all live more fulfilled lives from that place. Yeah, yeah. I I was lucky enough, lucky enough to be born with a personality type that just naturally does that and doesn't uh-huh. even think a second thing about it. Um, so, you know, I've never felt a problem with being wrong. People don't uh-huh. understand that. You know, to me, that's n- I've never been able to grasp that. There's no, I don't understand why people have a problem being wrong. Yeah. I just I literally can't grasp it. making me laugh I grew up in a household where my dad was like everybody's allowed to have their own opinion but I'm right (laughs) right cracks me up because you know I got really good arguing but um yeah Yeah. so we sort of went off on a tangent with the spirituality thing but yeah so I mean that's the con those are the those are the things that guide me in everything, including this business. And that's why I think it's so important just to be open and honest with people and to let them know what's going on as well. And, you know, when I, when, even when I talk about the metaphysical aspects of, of the crystals, you know, I'll say, this is what the books say. Uh I don't agree with this. This is my opinion. And this is what I get from this. Totally. You know, and, and I'm, I'm completely fine being on my own path there. And if other people align with that, that's wonderful. And if they don't, that's also wonderful. It's up to them to figure it out. And that's one of the things that I want to teach people. It's up to them to figure it out. You know, you, you make your own reality and your own life and everything. And so just, yeah, you, you've got all the power within you. Thank you. I think that is, that's at the root of everything that I, that I truly believe. Um, and, and I appreciate that you do as well. And I appreciate your honesty. I mean, that's one thing that I respect a lot about you, Michelle, is that you show up and you're like, here's what's up. This is what I'm thinking, feeling and being right now. And that's just how it is. And I'm not going to lie to you and I'm not going to mince words. I'm just going to say what's true. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that there's a lot of value in that. So, so thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad you appreciate it. A lot of people don't a lot of people can't deal with that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's very threatening to many people, but I'm not here to push my ideas on others. That's the whole thing. And that's what people don't understand. It's like, this is just, this is what I, these are right. my opinions, right. my beliefs. And, you know, I hope that people can find their own. So. Yeah. 
Well, I want to thank you for taking the time out to be here with me today and, and to do this, this chat. It's really fun to get to talk to you and hear about your business and what you're bringing. Um, and, and I want to just plug, like if anybody's listening to this and you're interested, if you have any interest in minerals, crystals, stones, you know, definitely go check out the rock seller. Uh, it's, and it's seller as in like your seller, like C E <laughs> exactly. A R right. Did I spell that right? Yeah. I mean, the, the idea was it was a take off of wine cellar, right? Um, right. and so, yeah. And so the shop that we're opening, we, we do have a, a, an Instagram account for the rockseller.privatereserve uh -huh. like the wine nice. where we'll have some of our higher end pieces, uh, soon, as soon as the shop opens up, which we're hoping in the next two months, probably. And Instagram is the best place to follow you. Although you are on Facebook yeah. as well, right? Yes. Yeah, so, um, we do. Okay. So Briefly, everything is the rock seller. So we have um, the rockseller.com, which is our website, but it's really, there's a couple blogs and it really just follows our Instagram account and things okay. like that. We will be getting more active in our blogs on our website. Uh, on Instagram, we have the rockseller.privatereserve. We have the rockseller, which is our main account. And then we also have the rockseller.wholesale for uh -huh. small businesses and metaphysical practitioners that are interested in buying smaller parcels of things and people that can't get to the shows and things like that. Mm -hmm. So we have that available as well. And then um, we will be uh, launching our YouTube channel, which is also The Rock Seller. We have, everything is The Rock Seller. We're The Rock Seller on TikTok. We are The Rock Seller on Facebook. And then in Facebook, we have The Rock Quarry, which is our private group. Oh, right. And that will, I mean, historically I've done some, uh, just brief talks on different minerals, different uh, growth forms, different things like that. And we, we will be bringing that more active, particularly when our classes start up again. Right. So that was my next question is how will people find out when your classes are available just by following you on social media? Is that the you can follow thing? us on social media and it'll be all over the place. So no matter whether whether you our main platform is Instagram, that's where all of our sales happen. Um, our Facebook tends to reflect that Instagram account, but not uh, entirely. Okay. So and we do have some people that follow us on Facebook just because they don't like Instagram. So we're really everywhere. Right. Uh, and for when our <laughs> classes. Yeah. So when our classes open open up, uh, they will be announced across the board. So no matter where you are, you will find us. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Michelle. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Emily. I really appreciate you having me. Have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to The Witch Next Door. You can help others find us by subscribing to and rating this podcast. If you're interested in supporting this work, you can do so through the anchor support link in our description. And if you're ready to dive a little deeper, hop on over to wisewomanwitchery.com and check out the Wise Woman Witchery Diving Deeper monthly membership group. The details and sign up link are available there. And remember, you are magic. Embrace it. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. 
All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.